0: Hey, hey, it's Dr. Lulu. You might recognize my name and my voice from my old podcast, The Pride Corner, or my even older podcast, Suicide Pages. Well, I'm back, and this time I'm joined by a few friends. We are Mama Bears, and we truly don't give a fuck. You want to know why? Because we love, adore, support, and affirm our gender diverse kids, and we want the world to know about it. So, welcome to the Moms for Trans Kids podcast, inspired by our beautiful, brave, and badass gender-creative kiddos. I'll see you inside. And we are live! Hey, everybody! Happy Sunday! Buenos dias, buenas tardes, buenas noches to everybody, depending on where you are, what time it is over there. Me llamo Doctor Lulu. I'm a pediatrician, and life coach, and a mom of a young transgender woman. I'm also an agitator. Somebody has to. But today we're not agitating. <laughs> oh, are we? We don't know. I, I'm being joined by Foster and Vicky. And of course, our <laughs> special guest today, Wendy Wink, on Moms for Trans Kids podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This past week, we celebrated our launch. Yay! Yeah. And I think we're like at 300 downloads plus. So thank you all so much for giving us so much love. Also, last week, as we know, was Transgender Awareness Week. We're going to talk about that in a second. And tomorrow is Trans Day of Remembrance. We're going to talk about it in a second, but. In the meantime, welcome Foster, welcome Vicky, welcome Wendy. Before y'all take the mic, we're going to take one minute of silence to remember all the people we've lost to violence in the queer community, whether trans, non-trans, all the genocide that's going on all around the world, because I know if there's one or two people getting killed, one or two of them might be queer. And while we're here for trans kids, we're also here for all kids because that's what mamas do. We're going to take a minute of silence and we'll be right back beginning now. That was one minute. Thank you all so much for joining us in a moment of silence and remembrance of all of those who we've lost, but they're still always going to be in our hearts and in our minds and in our souls and in our families and our pictures on the walls and social media, wherever you keep all your memories are. So my name is Dr. Lulu, welcome so, welcome to this special episode because it's also the week of Thanksgiving, so much going on. And we're also gonna talk about the documentary called The Dad, so much, so much, so much. But enough about me, I'm gonna to toss the mic to Foster because I can. Foster, over to hi, you. Hi, um,
1: I'm Foster. I'm a queer, non-binary, neurodivergent parent. Um, I advocate for equity and I also help coach parents and conscious parenting. Yes, yes. Well, that's Vicki. Yes. Okay. <laughs> All right. Hi.
2: Yes, my name is Vicki Fowler. I'm a family medicine physician and the mother of three beautiful children. My eldest is transgender. My middle child is non binary. And my youngest child is still at home, but. Growing Fast at 17, and they all teach me wonderful lessons, and they all love each other very much and support one another, and I'm here tonight with you all to support families of transgender children and adolescents and adults in that journey because I didn't have this space eight years ago when it started in my family, so I want to provide that space for others, so thank you.
0: Love it. Love it. Love it. And thank you for tossing in adults, because even an adult is somebody's child. And without further ado, our special guest today, Wendy Wink. Wendy, where are you joining us all the way from anyway?
3: My name is Wendy Wink, and I am joining you from Honolulu, Hawaii. Uh, It's only two o'clock here, bright and sunny and hot. Uh, I'm the mom of a trans non-binary child, Um, two out of the four people in my family are trans, Uh, so half of us, half of us are trans, and three quarters queer. Um, All of us are neurodivergent, so we're waiting on the other one.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Join us. (laughs) <laughs> no, no, come to the come to the dark side yeah. I think we need, to, we need to start loving on all the new cuz I am definitely I like to call it new creative but yeah. I'm definitely spacey yes I'm I very knew. excited about that
1: spicy would be de-
0: define me Neuro is good i'm going to write that down new <laughs> Absolutely. So we we don't know what happened to Vicky. Maybe the people came, the aliens came and abducted her. But while we're waiting, we want to just take a moment to, to share our, send our regrets from numero cuatro. If you've seen this show or listened to this show, you know that there's usually four moms talking about our kids. And the fourth one today is, the fourth one is Kim. And Kim sent her regrets. Kim is turning to some, Personal issues and I know Kim is watching us and very soon you'll see them fear us typing and that's <laughs> Kim. But in the meantime, Kim, feel better, get better, get back yes. to the game next week, maybe, because next week is Thanksgiving week. So we're still oh we're not we're gonna <laughs> yeah, we're gonna but come on up. Supporting
1: us from behind the scenes, Kim. We know That's
0: right. Can. That's right. <laughs> so what while we're kind of in the first quarter of the show, what do y'all wanna? celebrate this week? What good things happened? What maybe challenges you want to share? I'm going to go first and just say this week was Transgender Awareness Week and I pulled off five days of audio room on LinkedIn. I didn't think I would, but I did. Very proud of myself. And even if I only did one day, I'm still proud of myself, but I did do five days. And thank you so much, Mama Bird. Vicky always in the background, just kind of giving me flowers nonstop. So thank you all so much to those people who joined me. I think Wendy was in one of those rooms, if I'm not mistaken, at one point. Yes, yes, yes. So I did that. Tony. What about you, Wendy? What do you have to be, I mean, I don't know, grateful for this week? Um, there's a lot to be grateful for. Uh, this
3: week in particular, I was cast on uh, an entrepreneurial reality show, <laughs> uh, which is really cool. But this week, I have been. <laughs>
0: I've Are you allowed technology. to tell us yet? You're not going to just yeah. tease us like that. Hello, <laughs> I, wanna, I haven't you know. been very public with it.
3: Um, it, but oh, it's, okay. it's called the blocks. I'm okay talking about it. I just okay, haven't. Because I don't know. We don't know
0: what. We I'm are. not sure how to,
3: to how to do that. Like, how do I tell people? Um, you just did.
0: The, yeah, <laughs> I did. I totally
3: did. It's ah. called the blocks uh, with Wes Bergman. Uh, the MTV, like he was on uh, the real world, Austin.
1: I
0: like the challenge,
1: so I know a lot of like real world.
0: <laughs> so,
3: yeah. <laughs> the um, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the one that was in all the challenges.
1: I was like, I love Wes.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So uh, I've been cramming my brain full of all of this knowledge of stuff that I have been doing, um, but now I have words for. And yeah, it's really, it's really cool. Good job. Fantastic. Great. Yes. Congrats.
0: We cannot wait to watch it. Just let us keep us posted. I mean, we're family now. Yeah, I we're... will. I will. It doesn't film till March. OK, know, but, cool. yeah. what about Vicky? Vicky, what you, what, what you want to celebrate this week?
2: Uh, there's just been so much to celebrate. Um, I really had a lot of uh, wonderful, wonderful times in my career as a physician last week where I got to get together with a lot of different leaders around the state and just celebrate some wins in my job. My kids will all be traveling up to my mom's and their dad's in the mountains and we'll all be together on Thursday with family then I'll be back here again with my husband's family. And somehow I've got to work and get everything else done in the midst of all that excitement. So, and the elf on the shelf was unearthed from a drawer today because he comes <laughs> out every year at Thanksgiving. And we've been doing that for like 20 years. And he's uh, a little he's more. So, but I'm getting <laughs> the spirit of it.
0: I have a question <laughs> about the elf. Maybe because we're in the in the gender diverse space, I wonder what gender identity.
2: I just said he looks real fluid. Or... I just said, you know, I just think. Yeah, you know,
0: I was just thinking I, in my mind. I kind of feel I was like elf, me,
2: but you know, it yeah. could be
1: anything. You know,
0: I mean, who knows? Yeah, but I just thought you know. about it. I wonder if the elf is non-binary. I mean, who yeah, knows?
1: Giving androgyny. Yeah, I, I know that's androgyny. right. <laughs> Hello, <laughs> our elf
2: is named Hermie because you know we're kind of obsessed with like Rudolph and all that. So Hermie comes and. So it's really crazy because my kids are 24, 20, and 17. But when I pull out that, it just kind of takes you back to that magical time. And they, last year was the first year that the 17 year old was allowed to move the elf. There was sort of <laughs> this point as they became adults that they were allowed to, you know, help out with that. So anyway, hopefully no kids are watching, but. Um, <laughs> It's been super fun. So Okay.
0: I'm not even gonna <laughs> I'm not even gonna say anything. I'm gonna let Foster share what they have to celebrate because we have six people watching us on LinkedIn. I want y'all to please say who you are so we can give y'all flowers, introduce Which yourself. I... We see y'all. <laughs> so um Foster, what do you have to celebrate this week?
1: My celebration this week will not only be just for celebrating Trans Awareness Week and educating as much as I can bringing awareness to that as much as I can. But my other, like my personal win would be that I set up our link tree. I got all of our social media platforms set up. I set up our link tree. I'm so happy I got that done. So if y'all are following us on any of these platforms, keep a lookout for the link tree so you can follow us on all platforms. It'll have the links to the podcast, to the YouTube, down to our email. So y'all. Now Foster, I never even knew that was
2: possible because I'm like, not technologically advanced so thank you thank you you. i was thrilled today when i saw that
1: they were amazing for creating
2: that i can't tell you how happy people are and i will say this people are so happy when i share that Uh, that's the other thing i'm joy filled about and people are sending me back messages thank you so much last night i had dinner with a woman whose grandchild is non-binary. I shared our site with her and today she already sent me back a thing. Thank you so much. So our Instagram already here. has
1: like a few followers. I'm like, okay, like, yes.
2: Yes. Every-
0: I went on, I went crazy on my Instagram and I shared to like the first, because Instagram allows you to share to 50. So I shared to like the first 50 people on my contacts and they're like, done, 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 done. Like, yes. And then one person said, oh, I love that. Y'all don't give a fuck. I was like, yes. So I, know, I know that they watched
1: it. We don't got time. To give any much, and, then we, no, and no, then we
0: don't, we ain't yeah. got time for that. And then
2: I watch, and then of course, we're going to talk about this. I was thrilled yeah. to get to watch The Dads, which you're gonna, yes. About- yes, that was like that was so big. I sat down on the couch and I just wanted to go on for like more.
0: <laughs> I thought you, know what, that's exactly what. So, more. There's this person, I'm gonna leave them their name secret for for now, but they are like Hollywood. Okay, and they're coming on our show and somebody introduced me to them. So I binge watched all their pages and then I said said something and then I said another thing and they were like, Oh my god, I'm coming. And she actually mentioned on her page that the documentary was so good and it left her wanting more. And then I had sent him, I sent yeah. Steven a text message. I said, Steven, y'all left us wanting more. So that's like maybe hint, hint it's, to human rights the part campaign. Moms,
2: moms, <laughs> maybe yeah. Exactly. I mean, I was like, I had to play it again and watch it again. Cause I was yeah, like, I want to watch it again. More. It was really meaningful to me. And uh, I actually sent it to a friend who's a dad and is struggling with all this. And I sent him
1: our link, but then I sent him the dad link. And I think that's just going to speak to him. You know, mm-hmm. I, I feel like it's good that they are having, or like, even with like Marlon Wayans, I think it's good to have that male voice because too toxic masculinity is so enmeshed <laughs> in <mesh.
0: laughs> Ooh. Mm-hmm. culture
1: that I think they it's good for men to see other men yeah. letting those walls down and just to, you know, like my child is my child. I'm going to affirm my child. Yes. I, know how I was raised, yep. but we're going to fight all of those made up rules. Like who made these rules and why are we following them?
0: So okay. let me tell you a little bit of a secret that I, that, that, you know, when you know, when you know people who are, who know people who know the right, people. So Stephen, Stephen the, the gentleman, the Nigerian guy, the black guy in the dads, we met at an event in April. And Stephen said to me that Mike Tyson's child is trans. I had no idea. Stephen said to me that, you know, the guy from the roots, the person who raps in the roots, not the one with the comb, that's Love, the other one called black somebody. His kid is also trans. And so instead of giving me all these names of all these people that are like main stage. So just to kind of support that, you know, more and more black dads, especially because we need their voices, are coming Mm -hmm. out, as it were, and sharing that their kids are trans. So to me, I'm like, what took y'all so long? But
1: anyway. (laughs) (laughs) And mm. I bet, and I bet nobody is going up to Mike Tyson with transphobia.
3: Oh,
0: right,
3: <laughs> <Better not>. <laughs> right. He'll buy your ear off.
2: <laughs> we have we have somebody from Canada watching. There's yes. someone from Canada. Go ahead and read it. Go ahead and read Hi, it. Shayla. It says, "It says I am Shayla, tuning in from Canada." Hello, Shayla. Is it Dubai, Dubai, uh, Canada? As I cook dinner for the family. I serve gender diverse and sexually expansive youth in my practice. She is a licensed clinical social worker. Hence, I'm here to unlearn and relearn with y'all as a student in solidarity. Yay. Yes. Thank you so much.
1: I,
0: Shayla. Yeah. I know Shayla. Hey, Shayla. Much love. So I'm a couple of Shayla things that Shayla said that I'm actually going to tackle maybe when we come back. Yes. But for now, we are at the 15-minute mark and we're going to say goodbye to our two other moms so Hi. I can hone in on Wendy and kind of get into Wendy's mind. What's going on in that beautiful mind of yours? Mm-hmm. Wendy, 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 you are it in about two seconds. The show is <laughs> called Moms for Trans Kids Podcast. My name is Dr. Lulu. There's Foster. There's Shayla in the building. There's Vicky. And of course, there's Wendy, who is our guest. So we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to interview Wendy to kind of get to know who's Wendy and what are they doing on a show called Moms for Trans Kids podcast. So long farewell to Vicky and Foster. We'll be back. (laughs) So, Wendy, it looks kind of. Like, wait, hold on. Let me try something. I'm trying to see if I can make it just the two of us. I can't. Okay, never mind. (laughs) I'm also not tech savvy, so y'all don't look at me. I don't know what I'm doing. (laughs) I'm afraid to touch anything. I know, me too. I'm like the least (laughs) tech savvy person. Welcome, welcome, Shayla, and welcome to the eight people watching us from LinkedIn right now. Thank you all so much. Let us know if you have any questions, any concerns, anything you want to talk to us about at all. We are here to listen to you, answer the questions if we have the answers and maybe find them for you if we don't. So Wendy, thank you so much for coming to Moms for Trans Kids podcast. You
3: Thanks for so why, me.
0: why did you accept my invitation? Because you know me, I hunt people down. I say, hey, hi, <gasps> how are you doing on my podcast? That's pretty much what I say. So Wendy, how did you, how did we meet and why did you decide to come on the show? So we actually um, we didn't meet is how
3: we met. Okay. Um, I, I I waited for you um to meet somebody for drinks that you were supposed to meet, but then you ended up not meeting because you had to go to bed or something. I don't know, but it was at the um the national trans health summit in San Francisco. In San Francisco,
0: um, Is yes, yeah. Do you live in the Bay Area?
3: Yeah. Oh no, no, no. Um, wait. Do I live in the Bay Area? Is that what you said? No, yeah. I live in in Honolulu. Did you come to the event? Yeah, yeah. So I was at that um, at that conference, and I had gone to um something I don't know at the at the Trans Center over there with this doctor. And we checked it out and we had, you know, the social or whatever. And then we came back and she was like, oh, meeting Dr. Lulu. Um, You would love her. She's a mama bear, too. And I don't know, you guys missed each other. She had met you earlier that day.
0: Yeah, there's no telling. I know I I, I gave a talk and then there was jet lag, three hours. Yeah. So much going on. And I'm learning how to get older to, if I feel sleepy, to just sleep where I am. Yeah, just go to bed. (laughs) My kids are tired of me because I'm usually watching a movie or something and I'm out. Like I'm just going to lay on the couch. And then my baby Mm -hmm. will come at 2 a.m. and say, Mom, why are you... sleeping on the couch. You know, your bed is just like literally around the couch. And the funny thing is I used to say that to my dad. It used to drive me nuts when my dad mm-hmm. was sleeping. Out. And i will be like, daddy, but your bed, you know, your bedroom is right. there." <laughs> they say when you grow up, you become your parents. And I guess that's what I'm doing. Oh yeah. To. Undeniably. <laughs> but thank you so much for coming on the show. So yeah. what has been your journey like with being a mama bear and with all the stuff that's going on. I don't know much about the rules or the laws in Hawaii, but I do know that in Texas, where I live, it's a hot mess. But how where has your journey been with just regards to parenting a gender diverse child, period?
3: God, it's been wild. It's been so rewarding, um, but it has been wild. So Hawaii is, um, we have very protective laws. And we look very liberal. However, <laughs> uh, things aren't always what they seem, right? Um, my child told me that they um, were not the gender assumed at birth, and I, I like to call it um, gender assumed at birth, not assigned, yeah, sure. assumed. Yeah. When um, you
0: use when you use a word like that, I usually come back and ask you because just because I know what it means doesn't mean that the next person does. So if you want to right. stop me on go and tell us what you mean by that, that's okay with me too. Because as much as what as possible, I want people to be able to follow us along. So I know what that means, but can you right. tell us what gender assume? So you, you know,
3: um, when I had this child, they you know held them up and yelled, "It's a fill in the blank." girl or boy, um, and that's your child's gender assumed at birth, and a lot of people raise their child accordingly and go toy shopping in the boy or girl toy aisle and for clothing in the boy or girl section um, instead of just combining these two things, because what toys are really for boys and girls i know i played with he-man growing up um I, you know She-Ra and barbie could get lost i i had no use for them if i was using barbie i was using ken and making them hump like <laughs> or like shaving barbie's head and coloring her like giving her tattoos like <laughs>
0: I, I love know. the podcast. Oh my goodness. Only on this show. You I here. was out of Ooh. control. <laughs> I love it. I may <laughs> have had trauma. I don't know what it was. <laughs> I'm here for it. I'm here for it. I'm
3: here for it. Um, but you know, so um, that's what gender assumed at birth is. They yell this gender out, and based on the genitals of that child, they assume their gender. Um, This isn't always so. And so when my child was two, um, they had a lot of questions about sex organs um, at two. (laughs) And even internal sex organs. uh, So much so that I had to order a book, an age appropriate book. And at two years old, um, their coming out looked like a tantrum on the floor of a GameStop um, because they didn't have um, an internal sex organ (laughs) that I'm sure the teenagers working at said GameStop were mortified about. Um, I was mortified. I was 29 years old, 30 my kids are 14 months apart. And so, you know, one is a baby or one was one year old on my hip and the other one's having a tantrum over not having this internal sex organ. (laughs) So it's very wild. And so I was like, okay, we probably need counseling. (laughs) Like, I don't know what's happening. And so I, I just got us therapists um, because I didn't know um, what was going on. And I'm, if my kid says something, no matter what age they are, I'm going to believe them. Um, You know, you, if you say this is true a few times, I'm going to believe you. Um, You're, you're telling me about your body and your brain. Why would I question that? That's your body. Um, if somebody questions, you know, it's, it's happened to me. I've gone to—I was just going to a doctor.
0: Yeah, I was actually going to ask you that because one of the things that we do on this show, as much as possible, as we are parents of our children, we. Want to focus as much as possible on our own journey because our journeys are valid and they are bona fide mm-hmm. and they're real and they're tortuous, right. right? But they're also yeah. fun and exciting and liberating and empowering. And so I want right. to talk about all the ways parents can quote unquote be parents of queer kids, be parents of trans kids. Right. But you also happen to have. The pronouns, they, them. So that in and of itself. Oh, I got it. I pulled it up. That in and of itself is also a journey. So yeah. it makes sense that you were in from the get go. You said, I'm going to believe them. If their child tells me yeah. something about their body and their brain, this is so powerful because as you mm-hmm. know, enough parents do not believe them. And this is why right. we are where we are. My father didn't believe me and I didn't believe my child. So we don't believe because the world is so binary. But you said, Mm -hmm. I'm going to believe them. If my child tells me something, I'm going to believe them. So I love Mm -hmm. you for that. What about your own journey? How did that intersect with you and your parents and then now you and your kid? Um, So my journey in like gender exploration really
3: um, came about... When I was actually doing a lot of deconstruction around colonization um, and uh, decolonization <laughs> construction, uh, deconstructing my ideas around race and um, who I am as a person because um, I moved to from Boston to Hawaii 17 years ago, and I didn't know it was problematic at the time. Um, Now I do. And I had two kids here, but I'll do certain things. Like I would never buy land here and take land away from native people. Like Mm -hmm. that's something I wouldn't do. But um, while doing that deconstructing and unlearning, um, it was then that I realized that (laughs) um, gender is one a just a, a construct. Yes. But not only a construct, it's a colonizers construct. Mm. Um, it was brought over by Europeans and mm. it was only to keep the patriarchy in place and promote European nationalism, which is white supremacy.
0: Mm. And That's a whole word. I almost want to just kind of take a moment just to kind of let that thinking is the colonizers construct which it is it is yeah there is and I had to I learned that actually from my kid I had no concept of this whole thing I mean so I was like wait what and she was the one that told me mom gender is a construct gender is this and introduced yeah. you know feminist theory to me I mean just all the things you know my kid is mm-hmm. like oh a big time reader, but thank you so much for going there with that colonizers. And so did you tell your parents, you know, how did, how did that happen? I try. I try to talk to my mom. Right.
3: Um, my dad died when I was 20 and um, oh. he, he was an alcoholic. I'm in recovery. I'm 11 years sober. Oh, yay. Um, so, yeah. Oh, thank you. Um, I wouldn't have deconstructed anything <laughs> if I didn't get sober. Okay. Um, but yeah, my dad wouldn't have known what the hell was going on. My mom um, is a boomer. I, um, I love these boomers that do get it. She isn't one. She, she uses they, them pronouns with my kid. Um, she doesn't get it. She says, I'm too old to get it. Um, I don't think there's a, any changing that. I And I don't want to call my mom a lost cause because she's not a lost cause, but I don't I don't think she is somewhere where there's room for unlearning what she's learned. Mm. Um, I've tried to deconstruct certain things around racism. Um, and I just, I, there's a wall Mm. at some point that it's not coming down. Mm.
0: Um, so how are you doing with that how how are you coping I'm okay with it, it. I'm and okay on your journey because your journey is powerful enough so before you answer that question how are you coping with having a parental figure who is quote-unquote in your words not getting it we're going to take a quick break to pay some bills so the show is called Moms for Trans Kids podcast. My name is Dr. Lulu, the chief host of the show. And we're here talking to our beautiful guest today, Wendy Wink. I don't know if beautiful is the word that's going to describe my guest pronouns. are They, them, beautiful, amazing, I don't know, handsome. But the point is They are here and they're sharing their stories. And you could tell almost that it's a difficult one to share. But um, meanwhile, if you come to San Antonio and you happen to be LGBT and you happen to be looking for a place to get some care where people are going to affirm you, where people are going to use your right pronouns, they're going to treat you like you matter. Go on. You better don't walk. Run to a polar wellness on the northwest side of town. They will take care of you, especially if you are in the in the LGBTQ plus and HIV intersection. They will take care of you. Tell them that you're Lula You might even get a discount. If you don't get a discount, well, suck it up. But at least you went to the people, right? So we're back from our break. The show is called Moms for Trans Kids podcast. And my guest was just, Really scratching the surface now, I'm here about the journey of being a parent of a gender diverse child and then being the 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 child, the gender diverse child of a parent who's not quite so affirming. I don't think we've had anything as beautiful as that combination on this show. And one of the things the show is going to do is try to showcase all the ways we can be gender diverse, all the ways we can intersect with our families who may or may not be affirming. I was not the most affirming parent and I'm very open about it. Mm -hmm. And my guest is going to tell us a little bit more. So Wendy, welcome to the show and tell us a little bit more about how are you coping with being that child who was gender diverse or who is and now Mm -hmm. having a child who's gender diverse. And so you're kind of in the middle. And at the beginning, you said you had Half of your family were gender diverse and then three quarters were queer. So it looks like you come from a queer background anyway. How is that? How is Thanksgiving at your house? <laughs> uh, we don't
3: celebrate Thanksgiving because it's a colonizer's holiday. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. I it, it. Really, it really was I a massacre it. and we don't like to have massacres at my house.
0: I love that. And you know, what? that's <laughs> what the show is about because I'm Nigerian. We, the mm-hmm. the past doesn't exist. So yesterday on the plane... The lady that sat next to me said, So, have happy Thanksgiving. What are you doing? I said, Nothing. I'm Nigerian. It's not a holiday (laughs) for us. So, I'm with you, but for different reasons. I'm not, I I could care less. You can give me turkey or not. I'm going to be fine.
3: Right. I don't even like turkey. It's dry.
0: (laughs) Well, there you go. But but I think what, obviously, what I was trying to say was, How is this week and how is life generally in your house as this family that has all these multiple intersections and the intersectionality of queer? person of color, non-affirming parents, you know, substance abuse disorder and being sober. I mean, all of that. So how is that in your house?
3: So I live 6,000 miles away from my mom.
0: Mm. Um,
3: I moved 6,000 miles away 17 years ago. And uh, I think, I think that makes it a lot easier. Um, I don't really have a, a mother figure really around I've chosen my family. I have a, a very strong. When I say strong support system, it sounds big. It's not. I I talk to maybe three people in my life. Um, so my. No, but you know that we, you know
0: that they do say that. Not to interrupt you, but they do say that you really only need one. Yeah, so really don't want to little the fact that you have three because as you know, there are people that don't have any at all. So let's belittle right. that three that you have because studies have shown that when it comes to suicidal youth, all they need is one affirming adult. One affirming parent. D- yes. you have to be their mm-hmm. parents. Yeah.
3: Um, so I we had discussed before how um I <laughs> I got my, what I thought was my dream job um, in December of 2021 as a trans health navigator. Mm-hmm. And the person who was my supervisor, their name is Patricio. They are gender diverse as well. They identify as trans non-binary. Um, they hired me. They were the director of health equity. Uh, they've been working in HIV AIDS um, for over 20 years and they had uh, started this, the small side hustle Mm -hmm. doing gender affirming electrolysis because they couldn't find anyone to do that for trans folks affordably um, and they need it before surgery. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so they said like, if nobody's going to do it, I'm going to do it myself. Mm -hmm. Well, then Three months after I started working at that place, I was fired for discrimination and retaliation. I told you about that because I reported the gatekeeping of a bathroom that trans folks weren't being allowed to use. Yes. And um, that supervisor left because of a hostile work environment. Mm -hmm. And now we're partners. Mm -hmm. Um, So HISIS, which is... um, under my name is Hawaii Electrolysis. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, we don't get paid. <laughs> we haven't gotten paid since we left that company. Um, you know, I've, I've been doing our numbers and we are growing. Um, our revenue is growing <laughs> at like 70% uh, growth rate. Like we're growing fast. Uh, just not our profit margins, because we're a nonprofit are small, and um, our discounted rates, we're we're keeping it affordable for trans folks. And again, um, you know, Hawaii passed a law to say, um, insurance can't deny blanket coverage, for gender affirming services that they would cover for other things. Oh, good. Uh, they still do. Oh, they do. Yeah,
0: well, I, I have, mean, when uh, I know that when it comes to implementation, I mean, that's the thing. You can make all the laws in the world Is when it comes to implementation. at least they have the laws, not like the state of Texas where they have yeah. uh, the law that, you know, you can't even, you can't- the, the Right. Law, you can't even do it, so. Insane. Yes. This, this book is
3: documentation of fighting insurance companies, Mm. like keeping logs of just every reference number, like from phone calls and who I spoke with and emails I've sent and letters I've received Mm. insanity for a year and a half per claim um, for hair removal. And so, you know, it's about $150. It goes for about $150 an hour, electrolysis does. And we're charging $50 an hour um, if they can pay it. If they can't, we're not going to charge because it's needed. (laughs) Um, And we're not going to have our our friends, our community out there experiencing horrid gender dysphoria. Yeah. But that's the cool part about getting on this show, too, is exposure. um, And then learning how to pitch, learning um, impossible funding, because, God, funding would be amazing. Um, So, like, to see a paycheck, um, I can't even imagine what I would do with a paycheck uh, aside from grocery (laughs) shopping. yeah, it's um, so, you know, we say um, it's not about us when we say like, we're the parents of trans kids. It's not about us. <laughs> but we, we do we make it, we make it our lives. Look at what your life has become. And you know that your life wouldn't be what it, what you do today. You wouldn't do that if you didn't have a beautiful out trans child. And you do amazing work. You're changing the world.
0: So are you saying, therefore, that you started doing the work that you're doing because of your trans child? Because I always wanted
3: 100%. to 100%. It, yeah, it so sparked that passion. It ignited that that flame that's just grown and grown and grown. You know, I, I started fighting in 2016 when they started transitioning in school. The school mm-hmm. didn't like it. We were on CNN.
0: Yeah, I know you, you had know? mentioned something like that. And as much as possible, I try not to, I want my guests to be as independent as you can see as possible. I try not to. Right. Right like be suggestive or probing too much. But I know you had yeah. mentioned about your child being on CNN, but also because in the show, I want to not talk about your child and talk about you. I will hold yeah. you to the flame to talk about you. So let's talk about your experience with that going to CNN and how that all played out to who you are today.
3: It's my biggest regret. Mm. It's my biggest regret. So when now um, I have been the person for since 2016. At this point, I get so many calls, emails, Facebook messages, Instagram messages. Hey, I know this parent, um, who's struggling. Their kid mm-hmm. is transitioning. Can I put them in touch with you? Nice. Um, however, they're not in touch with me for very long because I'm honest. Um, and you know, one of the first questions I ask is would you like a trans kid or a dead kid? Like which one would you rather?
0: Whoo, that 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 right there will snatch your edges in the hot New York minute. I right. love that you said you're you're honest. I love that you said they're not with you for very long. And I think that's one of the things I talk about. The fact that I help parents along their journey is only those parents who actually do want to be affirming. A lot of parents mm-hmm. come to me because they want me to tell them what they want to hear. Well, that's not what yeah. life coaching is about and that's not what yeah. your child needs. Your child mm-hmm. doesn't need, doesn't need, your child doesn't need a yes coach. Your child needs a coach that's going to show you the mirror and lead you yeah. in the right path. So I, I appreciate mm-hmm. you definitely saying that and I'm hope, hoping that people will eventually find their their way. One thing I know for children, they're relatively fairly well-resistant, res- resilient, but also as they get older, they will find their own chosen family, which you kind of touched on a little bit about having your own chosen family. Do you want to tell us a little bit more about what that is like, having your own chosen family?
3: Yeah, it basically looks like um, the person I work with, the person in the the office next door. Um you know, we, I'm pretty sure they hate me um, <laughs> and I'm okay with it. <laughs> I drive them absolutely insane. <laughs> I'm okay with it. Um, we, are, we are polar opposites, um, but that it works. That is who you want as a business partner, somebody that is your polar opposite. Um, but that's also like... That's it. we've gotten so close in a year and a half. like we are um, coming up on two years. We walked we walked through two lawsuits together. <laughs> we've we've done a lot. Um,
0: so you're so you're saying to us therefore that your own <clears throat> in this context, your chosen family is also your business partner. so this is this is adulting. 101, right? Yeah. It's a 14 101. This is so good. Yeah. My ex wife was my business partner for a little bit until she moved back to Africa, but we're still friends. And so sometimes mm-hmm. that's just who you have. I mean, right now, I wouldn't say yeah. I have this really, a strong connection to my own family of birth, but I'm very happy to have the rest of the mama bears as my extended family. They hold me accountable, they keep me mm-hmm. in check, they show me a mirror because a mirror will show you exactly who you are. I'm going to, since I'm, you know, on that note, I'm going to invite the other two mama bears back in. There they are. Where's Foster? Hey. I am there. I know y'all have been listening backstage to the interview. Thank you so much, Wendy, for joining us. I'm going to just kind of let Vicky and Foster take the mics and ask any questions that y'all have. And I still see nine people watching us on on um, LinkedIn. If y'all want to just ask any questions, I'm happy to answer the questions. Go ahead.
2: I, I don't know if it's a, I, I, two things. Um, my children uh, think of themselves as part Hawaiian because their father is from Hawaii, born and raised. He was born at Kapi'olani Medical Center right up the street from where you are. Um, so my kids spent a lot of time in Hawaii growing up, and my oldest is trans, uh, gender female. And I remember one of, her early trips uh, presenting as female was back to Hawaii, grandma and grandpa. Uh, and it, it made me think, as we're thinking of Thanksgiving, where people do venture back to their families, those can be really rough, difficult times. And honestly, one of the most terrifying summer vacations was the summer that my oldest daughter had decided to present as, she was still kind of doing gender fluid, but you know she was very, very Uh, dysphoric and she flew on the plane with her siblings and her dad to Hawaii and to grandma and grandpa's. And that was so difficult because, you know, as much as it was challenging for me, grandma and grandpa and, and having to um, kind of take all that in and fast forward eight years and here we are. And, you know, it's hard to know when you're in the middle of that trying to get everybody on board. And that's one of the things I tell like medical students as a physician, I'm a family medicine physician, so I can try to support the child and try to support the adult and like hoping. And I love the fact, Wendy, love the fact that you're like, well, I haven't really given up on my mom, really. But that is such a huge, it's it's tough to like get them, quote, completely to understand, but really... My mom, who's 84, doesn't understand, but she loves Grace wholeheartedly with all of her soul. And even though she doesn't really understand, um, that's the key. And so vac- so in those early years with the transition, going back home was hard. But I feel like now, especially as my kids are older, even if my mom might slip up on the pronouns because now she's kind of getting up in years, um, they still know she loves them completely. And I think that's the take home. Like if if a person just accepts you the way they are. And I loved, you know, so many things you said. um, You said deconstruction so many times. And I'm like, you know, we had to deconstruct so much to build our family and keep our family together after this transition. And I'm like you, Wendy. Oh my gosh, this was a gift to me to be and the reason I'm here tonight is it's a gift that I was given a transgender child and a non-binary child and a beautiful accepting cisgender child. So I can speak to other people and, and put it in context of healthcare. So yeah. I put my experience in the exam room, I put it like, I want to make sure people know that my transgender daughter needs, you know, uh, cancer screenings for, you know, breast parts and prostate parts. I mean, you know, I got to know which parts are there. Like, I can't be a good doctor if I don't know what parts are there. So um, anyway, so much you said I thought was yeah. wonderful. I don't know. I, mm-hmm. I, I don't have a question. I have most of a...
0: Comments, question. which were good. They were good. They, they were reflective also. I could tell that you went back a little bit with your own children and just kind of put yourself in that space. Foster, yeah. did you have anything to add? I didn't, questions, I didn't have comments?
1: questions. I pretty, like, everything you were saying, I was like, yes, especially with, like, the decolonization, like, the colonizer that mindset. That I always say to people, especially like Americans, you know, we are so Americans are are like probably like the top of self-centered Western ideologies. Like we cannot be outside of ourselves for anything we refuse to. So especially with conscious parenting, I always tell people like decolonize your mind, decolonize your mind. Like you can have your belief system. You yourself can hold those Western ideologies. Go ahead. But when it comes to our children, we need to decolonize our mind because they're going to lead us to who they are, whether we like it or not.
2: And the other thing I'm going to tell you, Wendy, uh, Dr. Lulu shared with us some of your thoughts about like when you answered why you were coming on the show. So so every time before I come on, I usually am calling my non-binary or my trans child that day and saying, hey, you know, we're probably going to be talking about this. What do you think about this? Cause I love mm-hmm. to like, hear what they say. And it was, and my daughter was like, mom, I mean, I'm getting coffee. Like what? <laughs> and then I said, well, I really, and this is what I asked her. I said, I wanted her to address the tie of white supremacy and transgender rights and the patriarchy. And she's like, mom, that's like a 30 week like course, you know? And I'm like, I just need, like a minute. And she's like, mom- and then, honestly, what is great about all our wonderful, brilliant college-age kids? And you know, <laughs> he's like, I don't really have time for this. I'm like, you do. You gotta gotta come up with this. And honestly, in like two sentences, she like told me, like you know, the cliff notes at the end of the semester, right? <laughs> <laughs> all I needed. And it really is like what you said. It's like it. Mm-hmm. it my, that child that I'm speaking of built a church. The first church in Hawaii was a project she did in middle school. The first church brought in by those that came over and took over. So, you know, my husband being raised in Hawaii, we learned a lot about the history of the Tars that happened there. And so she's so against like the patriarchy and the colonization, you know, um, and in middle school, she was learning, you know, she was realizing she was trans, but she wasn't in a place she could express that. And sometimes I think about, it, you know, hearing her explain how that concept of white supremacy and the patriarchy and the binary definition of male and female, I'm like, oh, OK, thanks. That's all I needed, but those of us—my husband's a boomer—that makes him really mad. I'm glad he's not in the room; he would go crazy, crazy.
0: Wendy, did you have any rebots on what on what Vicky said? Did you have anything to say back to based on ah, just
3: uh, yeah the middle school and learning about um, the colonization of Hawaii and and specifically, I actually pulled my kids out to homeschool them. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, we learned actually what really happened. Yeah. Yeah, I
1: feel the same. I live in Texas. So, you know, we get Texas history, um, but you know, I'm like black and Mexican. So it's like when I became an adult, there were actually integral parts of Texas history that I realized we just never learned about because they didn't want us to learn. Like Juneteenth. Juneteenth, that's, you know, that was in Galveston. That is Texas.
0: Really? I didn't even know that it was in Galveston. Wait, what?
3: Yes, it was. My kids told me that. It also didn't end slavery. Yeah, I'm like, it's- Like, what?
1: There still were slaves after Juneteenth, too. But, like, I'm like, for something so pivotal in history, in Texas history-
0: it's weird to me that I didn't learn about that in Texas history. Well, then you know you know, definitely I didn't learn about it. Hello, I'm Nigerian. <laughs> we, we barely finished learning our own history over there. But you know, Foster, didn't you call yourself a Blexican last week? Did yep. you call, Yeah, I thought that was so <laughs> neat. <laughs> so, oh my God, this the, the beautiful thing about this show is I always want people to, to just hear us. It's unscripted. We're happy. We're not crying. Have we been scarred? Yes. Have we been through rigmarole Yes. Are we showing up for our kids still? Yes. And then more importantly, we're also showing up for ourselves. And I think that's what Wendy, our guest, was trying to wrap up for us today, that you can go through all of the mess. I mean, maybe some degree of not- notoriety through CNN and all that. But at the end of the day, what does your child need from you? And can you offer it. I think that's why they were saying that they struggle with parents who come and don't want to hear the truth. I mean, everyone is different, but the truth is what your child needs at the end of the day, can you offer it? And that's what we try to do on this show, Moms for Trans Kids. So my name is Dr. Lulu. I'm going to let you all you all another opportunity to ask any questions if you have any questions for us from the crowd we are yeah on linkedin on facebook on youtube and i'm gonna let foster actually round us up and tell us all about the new technological things that we're <laughs> doing because we can i we're like we're y'all just, just, see- here. We're just here. people
1: look out for our link tree any social media that y'all are on there should be an account click that link tree and give us a follow, share that link tree with any and everyone you can think of. There are people that you think are curious and want to be educated, share it with them. If they're advocates, share it with them. Like we need, we need everybody, everybody on board. I had this talk with Dr. Lulu and with Vicki and Kim this past week about advocacy, you know, like for every big movement of social justice, like these people were willing to die for their rights. So what are we willing to do? Same. Like I'm willing to go to the ends of the earth for liberation for all. And mm-hmm. Life is too short not for us to just live in our truth. So please share, share, share. Follow, follow, follow. I think all of us have our own accounts as well on LinkedIn. So give us a follow. Mm-hmm. Share this. Yes, and thank And us. if you have
0: any questions for us, if you have any suggestions of someone that may you may that you think might be a good guest, send in our email. What's our email, Father? Moms for trans kids at gmail.com. We heard it, we heard it. Moms slash- for trans kids at gmail.com. We have a, we have a, I'm not even on TikTok yet, but I guess I got to get back on TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> we got a TikTok account. I think what I, I want to declare most is that we are on, Apple, and Spotify. And right now, all you got to do is just tap follow. Please give us a follow. Listen to the first few episodes and leave us a review. An honest review is always what I ask. And for the next five minutes, I'm going to let my co-hostesses and hosts just tell us what they have to do for the next week that's coming up. And maybe Wendy, before you leave, tell us where the people can find you, how they can follow you and support you, and maybe what you have coming up for the next week.
1: I guess I'll go I'll go first my this week my goal is really just to continue to set up and stabilize our social media platforms that way we can have information about us hosts and our future guests and y'all can see good little clips from our past shows as well
0: and past guests oh my god that's fun yes okay what about you Vicky Oh my gosh, I hope I can like
2: understand all the different platforms we're on. That's gonna take me. <laughs> I'm a good really one. glad I'm off work Thursday and Friday because it's gonna take <laughs> me two days. And my kids will be with me so they can explain it. follow. Great, you know. It's, uh, right after, right before, right before we watch Christmas vacation, our, ho- our holiday celebration. We're so messed up. Our one thing we cling to is on Thanksgiving night, we all watch Christmas Vacation together, that Chevy Chase movie. So I'll make sure they explain all the platforms to me before.
0: Yes. Good, <laughs> so, good. What about Thanks. you, Wendy? You've been so amazing, so gracious. Thank you so much for sharing a snippet. I know that there was a lot more. I mean, everybody's more than just a one hour show. Oh, of so Wendy, thank you for coming. Thank you for supporting me specifically on LinkedIn. Thank you for coming to my audio rooms this week, you and Vicky. And then thank you, Foster, for fanning the flames in the back. Because not everybody is a front person. Some people are just my ex-wife. She's very content to be at the back. But let me tell you, if you close your eyes and fall back, she got you. And that's I think that's what Foster does for us in the show, but (laughs) thank you for just being in the front lines. Wendy, where can the people find you and follow you and support you and all the things that you're amazing things you're doing for the trans community?
3: Um, First, they can check out the company at www.hisis.org. That's H-I-S-I-S.org. My TikTok is at wendywink thirteen. Uh, my Instagram is Wendy Ann Wink. And my LinkedIn, I believe, is just Wendy Wink. I'm going
1: to follow yeah. you on all
3: of them. Well, I'm going to tell you this. I like TikTok like, famous. So I, watch out. It's well,
1: <laughs> right, my, but, my, I'm my bumpers, but I feel like I'm TikTok
0: famous. Okay, well, so I'm not even on TikTok at all. So y'all, big y'all big. can keep your fame. I'm famous <laughs> in my house. I'm trying I'm to be famous in my lips.
2: Yeah, so um, I'm going to say
0: a thank you. I'm going to have to go check y'all out. Sorry, sorry.
2: but Wendy, I just want to thank you for what you're doing. My daughter, who just had gender affirming surgery in August, had to pay so much money, and and for the electrolysis because that is not covered and it is so expensive. And she put every bit of of it on her credit card because she had to have it before surgery, which was approved by insurance, but the electrolysis was an out of pocket cost, and just. And um, and and you know someone is really wanting to affirm their gender identity when they're going through that incredibly yeah. painful procedure. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. It's not thank fun. you for sharing that piece, because I didn't know that. See, that's the thing. That's the beauty also of having various various voices. I don't know anything about mm-hmm. it. So yeah, if I you can...
3: visit our website, it explains all of that. So I invite
0: everyone beautiful. to visit thank you. it. Thank yeah.
3: you for doing that. It's so beautiful. the website is
0: highsys.org. H-I-S-I-S dot org. And thank you for sharing that,
1: Vicky, too, because a lot of people, I feel, again, with when there aren't pushback for trans people, is like, how do they know? Like, it's just a wishy-washy decision. I'm like, no one is going to... Put themselves into debt for a wishy washy decision.
2: No, no. This right. was, uh, well, I, knew, I knew my child, I knew my child was 100% proclaiming her identity when she was willing to get blood work drawn. Yeah. <laughs> she knew but every time you go to the gender clinic, you get labs, you know, to check on like mm-hmm. hormones. And so it was such a journey because she's so needle phobic, but she went through all those electrolysis visits just. She just plodded along forward, forward, forward. And I'm going to tell you the most peaceful, peaceful, peaceful expression was post-op from her surgery. And I just, you know, it fills my heart with like just like this incredible sense of, Wow. I'm so glad I was there to support her because this is her truth. This is who she is. And
1: And what parent wouldn't want to be there? Like you were there for the birth. Like I want to be there for the rebirth. Yes. I'm
2: a parent. I got to be there. That
0: is so, that's that's the whole word you were there for. Wendy
2: is helping people get there. You're like a, you're like that person getting them through their, you know, Lamaze classes, right? Yeah. Yeah. We're trying to
3: be gender doulas. That's our goal. Doulas, Yeah. Yeah. I have to, I'm
0: going to have to title this 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 episode Gender Duelers <laughs> and I just love- like that, that um, Foster yeah. said, you know, you are there for the birth and you you should also be there for the rebirth. That's yeah. a whole yeah. book right there. On that note, the yeah. show is called Moms for Trans Kids podcast. Thank you all so much for joining us every Sunday. I see a bunch of y'all on LinkedIn, a bunch of y'all I'm sure on Facebook and wherever else. Thank you for following the podcast on Apple and Spotify. Moms for the number four trans kids Look out because we're about to do something amazing in the year 2024. It rhymes with conference or (laughs) summer. (laughs) You know, when I say it, it's already done because I do not say stuff and I don't follow through. So thank you all so much for supporting us. Thank you so much, Wendy, for coming. Maybe we'll see you in Atlanta at the event that rhymes with conference or summit. Um, I'm just saying, in the summer. Vicky, thank you so much for always being here with a beautiful smile. Thank you so much, Foster, for being so authentic. Thank you, Kimmy, for for I know you held space for us in the back there somewhere while you're trying to. Get yourself together, everyone else. Thank you all so much. Thank you to hey. Shayla me yeah. for coming and just putting out their business out there. Way to rep your business! She's like straight up. I what did she say? I serve gender diverse so and sexually. She was like, she's not playing. And she no. said,
1: she's here to to that's,
0: Yes, that's how you do it. That's how you, you do it. And that then in your mind. That's right. And Shayla says, thank you all for sharing your stories and experiences. Thank you so much, Shayla. We love you. Shayla, I'll be in Canada in exactly two weeks. I might even meet you in person. All right, folks. So long. Farewell. Bye, guys another episode in the bags yes this is Dr. Lulu thank you so much for listening to another episode of Moms for Trans Kids podcast we hope you learned at least one new thing today that will make you that much more of a badass ally don't forget to give us a subscribe and leave an honest review and oh tell one person about us But even if you don't, we love you anyway. So until next time, keep loving and accepting yourself and keep affirming and supporting your queer kiddos. Toodles! Hey, if you enjoyed this episode, make sure you check out our Facebook community with parents just like you who are affirming and loving and supporting each other and holding each other accountable to do right by our kids. It's called Accepting affirming and supporting your LGBTQ plus children. I know it's a mouthful, but go ahead and type it in. If you're a business or an organization, maybe a hospital system that trains residents, or maybe just a doctor's office, my Ally Bridge Connection program was designed just for you to help you create safe spaces for employee parents because, you know, we got to support the parents and also to help you become allies in white coats for your lgbtq patients lastly connect with us on social media for me dr lulu it will be at dr lulu talk radio on ig and youtube and on facebook i'm at Mama momatrician m-o-m-a-t-r-i-c-i-a-n But if you go to LinkedIn and type in Dr. Dr. Lulu, my name will pop right up. All right, folks, until next time, if you'd like to send us a message or maybe you have comments or you want to suggest someone that you think would be a good guest for the show, go to momsfortranskids at gmail.com and leave us an email. All right. Bye.